German masala. Sit back and listen to German masala. Sit back and listen to German masala. Hello, folks. Welcome to the next episode of German Masala podcast. This is your host Harbir, and I'm your other host Alex. How this works is we take turns and come up with topics to talk about, and the other person is not supposed to know about the topic at all, and that's always the case with us. The other person doesn't know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm completely clueless what we're going to talk about today. Yeah, but before that, let's talk a little bit about last time's topic. Uh, last time, Alex, you came up with a topic, and it was about do's and don'ts in India, right? So if you go to India as a foreigner, what you should not do and what you should do. And I think it was like the most successful podcast we have ever made. Yeah, at least on YouTube, we had a huge spike in, in viewers. Um, so yeah, I mean, it seems like some people enjoyed it. So that was good. Yeah. <laughs> um, did you get any feedback from any friend, family, someone who, you know, or any emails? Actually, no. Well, a little bit. Like I always get some feedback from some people close to me, um, yeah. but nothing like super out of the ordinary. Uh, just I think in general, I don't know, a lot of people enjoyed it. Yeah. Nice. I got a little bit of feedback as well. Uh, someone said this was a great podcast because we talked about India uh, and they were like, okay, your podcast, as you were saying last time as well, that, you know, our podcast is called German Masala Podcast. And when people watch it they have certain expectations that we are going to talk about <laughs> germany and india so we said uh, and the person said yeah that was a great thing about this time's episode and yeah i i agree to that as well and you know keeping up with that theme this time i think we should talk something special about germany and that is the christmas time in germany Aha, all right. That was a fitting topic for this episode. <laughs> exactly. We are almost there. Christmas is, I think, 10 days away now, right? So, yeah, it's crazy. Wait, this, yeah. this makes this officially right because we switched to a three week schedule. I guess this is the last episode of this year, right? 100%. This is the last episode of this year. And this year has not been an easy one for every one of us, you know, 2020. And also that's the reason I chose this topic to end on a festive note, you know, to talk about a special festival in this country, right? So Alex, tell me, how is Christmas for you and for your family? What kind of traditions do you have? Please talk about it. Oh, wow. Uh, Christmas time. Well, that's a that's a tough one. I think, first of all, you, you know, let me preface this by saying everybody is experiencing Christmas or the holiday season in general differently. Uh, I'm of Christian denomination, and obviously there are different denominations all around the world, especially also in Germany. So people from different religions and different, you know, backgrounds may, um, you know, just experience the Christmas time or the holiday time over, you know, December. And so in general differently. That being said, uh, let's talk about how I experience it, or I think how how a fair amount of of Germans would experience this. So, um, counter to because I also lived in the U.S., for example, counter to the U.S. in Germany, here we celebrate Christmas on Christmas Eve, which is 24th of December, uh, which some people still think is funny, right? Uh, my brother is currently living in Canada, so he's like, yeah, you know, I have nothing to do on the 24th because everybody celebrates on the 25th. Um, so that's not the case everywhere? I, th I thought Christmas is celebrated on the 24th. No. No, no, no. So okay. for example, yeah. So for example, in the US, um, like the 24th is basically, obviously it's super close to Christmas and it, it's it's a festive day, I would say. But no, it's actually, it's celebrated on the 25th. And we're celebrating here on the night of the 24th. So in Germany, the 24th of December is officially a half working day for most of the people. The, you know, all the grocery stores and everything is still open up until noon. So midday, 
12, yeah. 12, 12 o'clock. I exactly, think, yes. like 12 noon. And uh, it's it's interesting. Some people, you know, go Christmas shopping like on that day, like last minute, which actually uh, giving the new um, like lockdown measures, which just, well, they have just been decided they will take effect on Wednesday, probably when this episode publishes. Um, you know, these will probably prevent people from buying Christmas gifts, at least in stores on that same day. Anyway, like yeah. this is what it's like. So we celebrate on the 24th. Usually it's a rather family focused um, festivity, right? So on that day, families will usually get together. Um, it's for me, it's been always we're we're usually celebrating with um, grandparents and um, like my mother's brother. So I guess that would be my uncle. Um, so that's usually like a, you know, small group of people coming together. Sometimes also, you know, my sister's boyfriend or you know, some other people, but that's usually the group we're celebrating in. So pretty small family circle hasn't really been extended that much over the years. Um, we tend to, or at least not this year, but the, the other years, you know, we tend to do something like on the first day of Christmas or second day of Christmas. Uh, usually I think it's second day of Christmas uh, where we get together and have like a brunch together in a restaurant or something. Um, but the main thing is on the 24th, the, like for, for me, that's the real Christmas. The other thing is still nice. You know, you have two days off. So in Germany, 25th and 26th are officially off work and you, you get to experience the time with your, you know, I guess, extended family at least in my case um and obviously when i was a kid like that was the time where you get to play with all your new gifts you know you you, you had your presents you unwrap them on the 24th obviously and i don't know it's it's super fun so so that's what um yeah that, that's that's how how it's mostly done and on the 24th specifically i guess we'll we'll get into that as well but uh, obviously if you are of a denomination it's usual i guess that you do end up going to church on that day. Um, it's completely different. Some people don't go at all. Obviously, some people go, you know, there's a midnight mass. I think it's like at like 10 p.m. or something. But we usually tend to go. I think there's one at like 4 p.m. or something like that. Um, and then, you know, later on, you you grab something to eat. We usually do raclette, you know, the, the melted cheese. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. And, oh, I love it. Oh, it's so great. Um, actually, it's been yeah. alternated. I think uh, we we... We used to do, or we still do the fondue. Like a lot of times, we also do mm -hmm. like fondue and raclette at the same time. Um, but can yeah. can you can you tell me the difference? I, I mean, our listeners, the difference between fondue and raclette a little bit because wow. both are similar, right? Both are well, not really. I mean, the fondue, it's um, well, I, it, they can be similar. So fondue is a big pot of boiling and it can be different things it can be cheese but we don't do the cheese fondue um a big pot of ours is boiling oil basically like like ah, yeah like okay. yeah it's basically like oil or some fat stuff whatever uh, and then you put um pieces of in our case meat or mushrooms or you know I, I guess there's you know whatever you really want to put on there and then it's basically fried you put that stick of meat and you know whatever you have into that boiling bucket of hot oil. And then, you know, you have a tiny piece of meat, which is ready to be consumed after that. And raclette is basically a bigger device where you have tiny pans. And in these tiny pans, you can put stuff like cheese, but also you can put stuff in like, you know, boiled potatoes or some, you know, whatever, paprika or a bunch of different stuff that you can put in there. Bell pepper, I think it's called. Yeah, it's, would you say raclette is traditional German Christmas food? Because I know, I mean, a lot of people in Zurich, which is again, I mean, Swiss Germany, sort of because they speak German over there. Um, I know a lot of people eat that over there. And when you think about raclette, at least I, when I think about it, I think about Zurich and the mountains over there. Right. So, would you say this is also traditional German Christmas food? I don't know. Actually, like in my extended friend circle, I do know some people that do it for Christmas, so or at least for New Year stuff like that, like around that season. So I, I want to say like it's been growing on people, but the really traditional thing is having like a, a big bird, like people in the U.S. do for for Thanksgiving, uh, not a turkey, but you know, a, what is that? Guns? What is that called? Guns? Yeah, uh, goose, uh, geese, goose. Right. Okay. 
maybe i'm not really sure yeah. or you know <laughs> duck like having enter which is duck you know uh, like a festive meal um also in the past we did rouladen which is like rolled up uh, meat yeah which is also super nice so there's there's different stuff if you think about it i think the most german is having uh sausages and like cold uh potato salad ah on christmas yes because okay. it's, it, it has a little bit of the tradition that um i think it's it's stemming from i'm not entirely sure people may correct me on this but i think it's stemming from that people on christmas eve don't want to be in the kitchen and you know spend time in the kitchen so you have something prepared which is just out of the fridge and then you just heat up some sausages and some hot water and then you're basically done <laughs> interesting um are you are we talking about northern part of germany or is it do you know anything about like if in the southern part of germany the traditions are same or do they differ because i know i mean um they always talk about when they talk about christmas markets they say oh the christmas market in nuremberg is like one of the best right in the southern part of germany i will talk about it a bit more because i was there once and you know i like the hamburg one more <laughs> but anyways uh, really well, that's yeah. interesting. Okay, okay. I'm excited to hear about that. <laughs> well, as we have talked about it, uh, let me uh, tell a little bit about that right now, I think, I guess. So uh, I was there with my wife, I think, two years ago, and we were really, really excited. We were building this up in our mind the whole time, like Nuremberg Christmas market. Everyone talks about it. It's going to be awesome, you know. But then we went there. Of course, it's very, very big. You know, it's interesting. You get all the stalls normally that you will have. Like, you know, you can have your uh, mulled wine, I think. Blue wine, is it called mulled wine? Yeah, I it, it is mulled Like wine, hot, right? hot wine, right? Yeah, exactly. And it's all the thing. other. Yeah. And kartoffel puffer, which is basically fried potato patties uh, sort of thing. Really, really yummy, by the way. All those things were there. But because it was so large and we did not really know which parts were the best, we didn't enjoy as much as we do here in Hamburg. That's that's my point. So maybe it was just because, you know, because we live in Hamburg and we know where to go here. And I think maybe that was the reason that I like the Hamburg one more. But anyways, I know that there are some traditions which are different in certain part of Germany than in the northern part of germany right yes definitely a, a bunch for example take oktoberfest right that's that's definitely a <laughs> well that's specifically a munich thing but also if you're in stuttgart there's the stuttgarter wiesen which is yeah. you know also a type of festive activity where a bunch of people get together and drink beer um yeah. so you know it not this year but still um so there are definitely different traditions. I am honestly not aware of super huge differences when it comes to Christmas. And I have to say, I'm actually rather uneducated when it comes to Christmas traditions, like spanning from Northern to Southern Germany. I know there are slight regional differences uh, and obviously for the denominations as well, uh, a little bit of difference there. But overall, I want to say that it's still, you know, celebrated on the 24th. Uh, there's, you know, still like the food options are may differ slightly, but usually they're around that. Yeah, it talked about denominations. So I think Southern Germany is more of Catholic denomination, whereas in north northern part of the country, you will find more Protestants, right? Yes, yes, that's that's the. I, if I want to say, like, I haven't looked at any statistics recently, but yes, so at least that's how I learned it back in the days. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting, interesting. And do you have Christmas tree as well at home or your parents? Well, I, yeah. So I currently don't have one in my apartment. I, I So when I lived in Berlin, um, you know, I, I studied in Berlin and then I worked in Berlin for some years. And back then I, I did have a tree and actually it's still in my like attic up there. Um, it's a little <laughs> fake same tree. tree. Yeah, that same tree. Well, it's, it's a fake Christmas tree and it's like a oh, super okay. cheap one. It's not even a nice one. It's like a, one of those with the paper, like needles and stuff. But you know what? <laughs> Honestly, when you put a, you know, like some lights in there and you add some, some, you know, ornaments and stuff, it looks nice. But I haven't gotten around to putting a Christmas tree up here in my Hamburg apartment yet. So yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe 
Not sure. Probably not. <laughs> Probably <laughs> yes. not. So my year. parents, yes. So you would get a Christmas tree, which is also interesting because um, in a lot of, you know, households, at least in the US, uh, people put up their Christmas tree, like basically after Thanksgiving, right? Maybe, you know, a week or so after, but definitely way ahead of Christmas Eve and, you know, the Christmas days here in Germany. I want to say most people do this rather late. Like uh, it's a tradition for some families to have the Christmas tree decorated on the day before Christmas, so on the 23rd, or maybe even on the 24th in the morning. So people may go out earlier than this to buy the actual tree, but they will just leave it outside, you know, give it a little bit of water and then bring it inside at the last minute uh, because mm. we tend to buy real trees and real trees will, you know, at some point lose their, what do you call needles, right? So, yeah. um, so having it outside will help keep it fresh and stuff. And then you bring it inside where it's warmer and that will hopefully prolong the life of the Christmas tree. Yeah. And the children are not really supposed to see the tree until it's uh, decorated, right? Yeah, so I, I, yeah, I've seen this in many families happening. <laughs> so that's a weird one. Honestly, yeah. because it, in my family, it's never been that way. Oh, we always okay. like we always put up the ornaments together. It was kind of a family tradition to be oh. on there, and you know everybody's there, and we're decorating it together. So no, actually, for me, it's never been that way. And when I heard this, because I definitely heard this from other people as well, so yeah. it's it's a tradition for some people. Uh, but when I heard this, I was like, that is weird. But you know, <laughs> <laughs> okay, and. I think one of the most important parts of Christmas are the presents as well. <laughs> Where do you keep the presents? Are they kept underneath the tree? Yeah, they actually are. I, I personally have a weird thing where I try to keep my presents not under the tree. And then when, you know, we actually sit together as a family, I'll bring them down and put them under the tree. Just because some of my presents, I, you know, I do wrap them, but some some things are given away by shape or form or something. But yeah, so... Yeah. For a lot of the presents, they will be at least at some point, they will most likely all be under the tree. And then, you know, it's it's family style to how to open them. We usually take turns, you know, having each one open up a gift and then the other one like and, and like someone else opens a gift. So everyone can you know appreciate a little bit of what's being given to to other people. Uh, but that yeah. differs. When we were like smaller children, though, and I'm I'm really like. Although we're talking about Germany this time, I definitely want to hear how it is in India. But when we were smaller, um, my it's yeah, so it's definitely my parents who who ordered this. Yeah, definitely. So anyway, my my parents ordered a uh, like ordered people to dress up as Santa Claus and then come wow, awesome. come to yeah. So that was like as a kid, that was the like the special moment of the year. So usually we learn something like a poem or something else right uh, learned a piece on piano to play on piano stuff like that and we would be waiting 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 and then the, the santa claus would come with a you know big wagon of all the presents and he would drive up to our uh, like living room windows that open up to our patio outside uh and he would come there and then we would have to tell them and, and he would read out of his big book, like the naughty and nice list. Basically uh, we would say like, Hey, you did this well. And obviously my, you know, my parents supplied that information and be like, so <laughs> tell my like tale, our oldest son, that this is what he did well. And this is what he didn't do well. So obviously this, uh, I don't know. I think it was a really good, like it, it was just a really nice Christmas experience because from a pedagogical, is it pedagogical? I think so. Like from a learning side, you know, from educational. A, uh, okay, educational. Yeah. Better. From an educational side, I think it definitely helped shape, um, you know, a little bit of imagination, opening you up to the world of possibilities out there, which I think is always nice. And then also, it's it's a nice way of telling your kid, like, hey, this is what you did well, this is what you didn't do well, from a outside perspective. So that is that yeah. is what happened. Do you have something like this in India at all? Uh. So you mean giving presents? Well, giving presents, sure. But then also having them delivered by a <laughs> mostly guy in like a big red suit with like white fur around, like Santa mm. Claus, right? So, uh, I mean, I have to say, so like, as I was saying last time as well, like 2% of Indian population are either Sikhs, Christians, Buddhists, you know, so 
Christians will celebrate Christmas over there in India as well. And they, you know, there will be presents, there will be traditions as well. There will be Santa Claus as well in those families that celebrate the Christmas, right? Uh, from the area where I'm from, there aren't really many Christians over there. So I wasn't, you know, I would say lucky enough to be part of the celebrations when I was in India. But uh, I mean, when I came to Germany, I lived at my sister's place uh, for a few years and um, they always celebrate Christmas properly. And that's where we usually are at Christmas as well, because, you know, children are there and they now the children are older. My nephew is 20 now. <laughs> so but anyways, when I came here to Germany, he was, I think, wow, maybe 12. No. Well, he was very young, 12 years ago. So 12, he was so eight. eight. Yeah. Eight. Yeah. <laughs> oh, time flies. And my niece was like three. And, you know, and in those that age, children want to be part of Christmas and want to celebrate everything. So we used to have like pretty normal German Christmas every year, I would say, where we will gather around, you know, sit together on 24th we'll have festive meal and people will come and not just i mean extended family isn't here in germany but so our friends will come and we will celebrate together i used to love it used to love it really and in india there are i mean uh, christmas is not that big of course you know not a lot of people do uh, celebrate christmas but there are other festivals like there's diwali which is also called festival of lights and in that festival, it's in November usually. Uh, that's the main one for uh, Indians. It's a Hindu festival, but because most of the people in India belong to that religion, it has also become a cultural thing for, for a lot of people now. You know, almost everyone in India celebrate it. And that's why when you were talking about, uh, like, not all people celebrating um, Christmas in Germany because it's mainly a Christian uh, Christian festival, I think it's also a cultural festival now. It's just It just doesn't... It's not, like, I think religious meaning is still there importance is still there but for me for example i'm always happy i'm always in a good mood on christmas because it's it's also a cultural thing right yeah yeah you're definitely right i mean even though that some people may not you know take part in all the festive acts part whatever you want to call it of christmas in the christian sense of christmas i would definitely say that you can't escape it at all like you know all the shops have christmas specials on sale you will see christmas trees all around and it is just a yes it's a cultural part you you talked about the christmas markets right so christmas markets are a huge thing in germany unfortunately not this year but you know you, people go to to them and enjoy a hot wine and and other stuff so it is a cultural thing and you do I see people, you know, coming here for Christmas markets, for other types of cultural, let's call it like what it is, like events, basically, that are taking place around the Christmas time, which may have been influenced or may have originated in a time when, you know, it was all purely religious um, or not religious at all. I mean, there are certain traditions that, you know, escape from different things in the world, but still. So that is, you know, that is definitely true but it's interesting so would your parents usually like also come to germany to your sister's house and would you celebrate together or would your parents not celebrate at all because i guess they're still in india right uh, well they are never here at christmas they uh, they come whenever they come to germany they come in summers because <laughs> summers are so much nice <laughs> and it's warmer <laughs> they will probably freeze <laughs> Exactly. That's that's the thing. And in India, I mean, it's quite cold where I'm from. It, it can get like five degrees, even sometimes zero degrees in winters, which is quite cold considering there's not really a proper heating system in most of the houses over there. Because if it gets five degrees or even zero, it'll be that way for two days maybe right and then it'll again be 10 15 degrees so people don't really need this kind of heating system over there um so when they if they come here in winters i'm pretty sure it's going to be very cool for them 
<laughs> too cold. But but would they celebrate like with you kind of Christmas or would they completely, you know, separate from this? Because you just said that you lived with your sister. I actually didn't know this that you lived with your sister when you first came here. <laughs> but anyway, so you lived with your sister and obviously your sister, she also grew up with you. Basically, you grew up together, right? Um, and then she came to Germany yeah, before you? Yeah, she came to Germany before me because uh, she got married to a German Indian person. And they, uh, so of course she moved here. And uh, did, to Germany. did he yeah. bring kind of the Christmas tradition to her? And did, is I, that I, how I, they started? I, I think so, because, you know, they had, they still have a lot of German friends. They, uh, they live in Buchholz, which is a small town outside of uh, Hamburg, <laughs> like 50 kilometers. Um, and they're, I mean, of course, they only have German friends, and that's why they live in that culture. So you adapt, you know, you integrate yourself. You start. Integration is a whole another topic I want to talk to you about sometime. I thought about talking this time, but I was like, no, let's finish the year in a festive mood. So anyways, uh, of course, they, you know, you integrate yourself, you... Um, your children go to school with other children who celebrate all the festi festivals, festivities over here in this country. Then obviously it's very natural that you start to do those things as well, right? So, yeah, I mean, it would be weird if you're a ch child, you know, attending school and stuff and like everybody talks about their presence when they get back to school after Christmas and you're the only one that's like, no. I mean, it's, it's interesting and I definitely, I, I am for cultural diversity and having you know, different experiences and even educating people about them. But in this instance, I do think it makes sense to, you don't have to like fully embrace it in a way of, you know, change your religion. Obviously that's not the, the point, but, you know, adapting a little bit, I think is, is probably a good idea here. Yeah, hundred percent. I, I mean, some people, I see some people are reluctant to uh, say Merry Christmas to me. They would usually go oh, happy holidays. I'm like, you can say Merry Christmas to me. I will say Merry Christmas because I'm, you know, it's, it's fine. If it makes you happy, it doesn't have to have any kind of religious meaning for me. You know, I, I just want you to be happy and I will definitely say Merry Christmas to you. And if you say it to me, I'll be happy as well, you know. Why not? Yeah, that is, oh my, I'm so, I mean, we, we, both of us, you know, we actually work on stuff a little bit on the side, right? That, that is about inclusive language and stuff like that. So that one is always, uh, so I'm super happy to hear this from you because obviously if you live in a country that's mostly, you know, people that are celebrating Christmas and you say Merry Christmas, I don't think this is something where you should be punished for or where people should say like, oh, this is, you know, because obviously you you want to wish people in a happy time of the year. But at the same time, you know, I feel like it's something where we all are growing together as a entire world, which means that obviously traditions are shared more broadly across the globe. And obviously the Western culture on of the US and, you know, all the Hollywood movies around Christmas and, you know, an entire Europe and stuff like that we are celebrating Christmas. So saying Merry Christmas is a big part of the whole thing. And I'm wondering if at this point, Merry Christmas is more of a greeting, like a hello or have a nice evening rather than a certain, you know, specific aspect of this mostly Christian origin festivity where even if you're, you know, a Hindu or a Sikh or, you know, from a Muslim or, or you know, some other denomination, it is just, you know, like you, you just say Merry Christmas because it's like a greeting, like a, you know, a saying rather than it's an attack on forcing someone to accept your that you're not, you know, celebrating Christmas, something like that. I'm really torn between that because I feel like obviously people should try to make an effort to be as inclusive as possibly. And if it's only a word that you have to say differently, like happy holidays instead of Merry Christmas, I feel like that's a small thing to ask. On the other side, yeah. you know, Merry Christmas. It's it's like a greeting at this point, I feel like, also. Yeah, of course. And the thing is, if I don't like it, I will tell you. I will tell you. You you, you say Merry Christmas, I will tell you Happy Holidays. You know, that it's as simple as that, I, I think. Of course, I think using inclusive language is a great thing, and you should always try to do that. But again, we don't want to, and we have had, 
this discussion <laughs> like a lot of times. You don't want to start policing anyone's language, right? You don't no. want to start censoring and telling people what they have to say and what they can't say. Yeah, definitely not. <laughs> Again, we got a little bit into politics. Yeah, it's always it always takes this turn, but Christmas Christmas time back to back to the Christmas festivities. Yeah, uh, we did touch upon uh, Christmas markets a couple of times. Um, do you want to explain a little, like how they look like? What what's there? I don't think I did it. Uh, like any kind of justice when I try to explain. So, <laughs> okay, but I actually think Christmas markets are such a big thing. Uh, I didn't realize this until a couple of years ago that people are like, "Oh, you have these Christmas markets in Germany." So, Christmas markets are basically what they're, what the name says. They're a market, kind of like you know where you could buy fresh vegetables and stuff like that, where you have a bunch of different booths where you can buy stuff, mm -hmm. but for Christmas times. So you'll have the kind of sometimes regional, but mostly seasonal foods that you would get in this time. Um, and then you would also have a bunch of crafts and, you know, basically little shops where you can buy certain things. And usually these Christmas markets are uh, in a town or town center, or at least in a plaza. So you wouldn't usually find them like outside of cities. You'll find them integrated within cities and some cities take it to the max. They'll have like different markets in every like little kind of corner and they will have different booths here and there and different kind of themes and it will like the, the main thing i think why people go there is it's just like it's the definition of you know christmas if you want to put it that right it's it's it looks there are different ones that look differently so that's why you said the nuremberg one is really known for being a super beautiful one and we can argue about which is more nice like which is <laughs> looks better and stuff like that but overall they look just i love them there there's lights decorating every tiny hut and usually they have a theme overall right so they will all look kind of the same from a like outside perspective um not the not the different markets all the same but like the within one market the houses would all have a similar theme to them um and usually there would be a Christmas tree or something, or, you know, a decoration that would be a centerpiece of a market as well. And then what is like the best thing for me is like the foods you can buy there. So, you know, apart from stuff like bratwurst and the hot wine, the mull wine, you, you you know, you said before, you'll also be able to buy stuff like Handbrot, which is like, it's, it's actually, this is more a Southern thing where it's yeah. like bread filled with uh, cheese and, you know, you can put a little bit of bacon in there. I love that. Then you can buy stuff that you usually get only on like the the what is it called like the fair like when you know the big you know roller coasters and stuff come fair I think yeah, yeah. Right, I think it's fair so yeah so then you can buy stuff which you usually can only buy at a fair which is like um it's called uh, Schmalzgebäck which is little tiny fried like pockets of dough and then you could yeah. put powdered sugar over them so that is what I just love when I go to Christmas market. What's your favorite thing to eat? Uh, is it Schmalzgebäck at at a Christmas market? I mean, I don't. Know. I mean, Schmalzgebäck is such a like it's it's not really that Christmas e of a food. So I don't know if it's my favorite thing um, to eat. Though I have to say it's probably Handbrot. And honestly, you don't find it at a lot of places here in northern Germany. Um, there's as far as I remember, there's only one Christmas market in Hamburg, the one next to the big Rathaus, so the town, uh, what is it called? Like a, a town hall. A town, town hall, right. Yeah, town hall. Um, That one has like one booth where you can buy this handboard thing. But when you go to southern Germany, it's more of a thing there. So you can buy more. So I really love that. Uh, but honestly, Bratwurst. Like I love the like grilled over open flame sausage. Yeah. And it yeah. like, I love it. What's the favorite thing for you? Uh, at a Christmas market, Kartoffelpuffer. Kartoffelpuffer? Yeah. Nice. With, with, yeah. Uh, with Apfelmus. Uh, it's sort of a, an apple sauce, right? Yeah. A bit thicker than a usual sauce, I would say. Anyways, yeah, it's, it's basically like a like cooked apple stew kind of thing. Yeah. It's really tasty. Love it. it, it it's not really healthy to eat, though. <laughs> so I have to. You know, but anyways, one or once or twice in a it's year. It's Christmas, right? Yeah. Like at, at that time, yeah. you're like, "All right, I'll I'll have some of that." What's your favorite thing to drink at these Christmas markets? Because they're like, there's Glühwein, uh, obviously the mulled wine you talked about, but then there's also punch, which is like uh, usually a non-alcoholic option. Um, then you have the like festive drinks. What is yours? 
So I usually go for punch, uh, mm-hmm. but mulled wine as well. I mean, it's quite tasty. Yeah. Do you have a favorite punch? Because I know there are some that are based on like apple punch. Then there's like the like not wine based, but grape based punch. I, I like the apple one. I really love it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah, I look forward to that every Next year. Next year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, um, it's it's funny. Like, even though there's obviously not supposed to be huge crowds of people, there were like certain like little like huts, you know, just like single huts from place to place where you could buy like a malt wine or something. Yeah, I saw that as well. I went to the office. I think two weeks ago, we went together, and then actually I came back uh, and I had a. A little walk i thought okay let's see the city a little bit of course i was wearing the mask uh, wearing a mask the whole time and then i saw some booths over there and people was standing outside and having mulled wine i i, I think that was one of the reasons why uh, mackle just gave a very emotional sort of lecture with for her you know um, standards and she was like I know people want to do those things. I know these things are important. You want to go to Christmas markets, but the situation this time doesn't allow that. Then people should stay at home. Yeah, it's especially hard in the Christmas time because so many traditions are around bringing people together, yeah. are around even even if they're not bringing people together in a sense of that you talk to like your friends and, and family it's still a lot of the stuff where just people are naturally crammed together those christmas markets i love them and i hate them at the same time because <laughs> they are the most freaking crowded thing ever like you you literally push against other people it is sometimes pretty disgusting actually so <laughs> at the same time i kind of miss and don't miss them because I love the experience. I like how it looks like. I like that people are having a good time. You know, you'll hear laughter. You'll hear people, you know, after actually a lot of people, you know, especially in the city, after they are done working, they will just go with their colleagues, you know, have a glue wine, have have a bratwurst, you know, and just enjoy the time. So that is something that I definitely miss. I don't yeah. miss the crowds, to be honest. I think we could learn, if we learn anything from this pandemic is just keep a little bit of distance even after this is all over. I'm, I'm all for that, so. <laughs> Uh, what else did we learn? Did we learn that we have too many people as well? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So this is actually one that uh, goes into completely different stuff. But I was recently rewatching the entire Marvel series, you know, and Thanos. Uh, I don't oh, want to spoil yeah, anything, yeah. but, you know, it, I think we'll talk about this at a different time. But um, I, I think it's less about being too many people as uh, respecting or, you know, caring for others. And especially Christmas time is a time when you're supposed to be extra, you know, giving to others, right? And what can you give? Like, what is the, like a great thing to give? Obviously it's the gift of health, like not yeah. getting other people sick. So doing your small parts, wearing your mask when you're in crowded places, whenever you're in indoor situations, like in a shop or stuff, is such a small thing to do, but it can be the biggest gift, the gift of life, basically, to other people who are maybe more prone to getting sick or having serious health issues or even dying from stuff, not even not even on just coronavirus, just other things as well, right? But in this case, specifically coronavirus, um, I think it's, it is a... Yeah, it's it's a small thing that people should consider giving, and I think it's mostly about that. Um, but it's also about how to, how dependent we are, and I think I want to talk to you a little bit about this actually. Um, how dependent we are from in person shopping, and I mean, I try to do this year. I did everything online, right? And I'm mm-hmm. a I don't want to call myself digital native, but that's probably what I am, right? I love you technology. Are digital native. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure. I guess I am. So I love you know technology. I love doing everything online and. Um, I have to talk to you about this because this is driving me crazy. But um, usually shops are, you know, Amazon is hated or love them, right? They they are doing some things right. They're doing some things wrong. What they are freaking amazing at, like best ever is delivery stuff, right? Yeah. Like I can order stuff and have it the same day. Sometimes it's the next day or, but they are, they're usually on time. I had like, I think out of the entire year, I, I ordered more than I've ever ordered from Amazon in this year. I had like one delivery that was off from their like supposed delivery time. One. That is wow. insane. And wow. they're just really good with all of that, 
right? Yeah. But yeah. then I was shopping this this weekend. I was shopping on IKEA, right? Yeah. yeah. And I so th they have the delivery option, which is obviously a little bit expensive because you have big furniture there, which all right, fine, but you can do click and collect. And they even do freaking advertisements on TV for that. So they have this option where you put everything in your shopping basket. You'll say click and collect. It costs like 10 euros or something. Someone at Ikea will put all the stuff on like a big you know, pile for you basically. And you just go there, show them your number and then you can pick it up. Okay. Great idea. Awesome. I love that, right? Great idea. Yeah. So I shop on Ikea, this entire thing. And you know, some websites, it's the same for Christmas shopping this entire thing. And then when you go to checkout, you select the, the store where you want to pick this up and mm. half of the stuff wasn't available. But, but, no. but, when, you, but when you put it in your <laughs> shopping basket, it says like available. So yeah. Ikea is doing a freaking just, just <laughs> terrible, just terrible job of like, this was my worst shopping, like online shopping experience in the recent time by far. I hope someone from IKEA will listen to this and take note. So. <laughs> yeah, um, it's but, easy. but sorry, yeah, but but it's the Christmas shopping, right? That's like that's what I was gonna get at. Like Christmas shopping is really a big part of the Christmas experience as well. Yeah. But it's this time, you know, it's it's also colliding with the pandemic. And I think it's showing us how dependent you can see like after Black Friday, you know, after the sale Friday, how the numbers have been just going up after that because well, people are in store and then some stores, and I don't get this, are doing promotions which are only available in store, which you mm -hmm. cannot get online, where mm -hmm. I'm like, you know what? That is stupid. Just give me the same stuff online. But if you want me to pay a little extra for delivery, sure, I'm happy to do that. But, you know, do like give people the same options. Don't force them to come into your store in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah, this this will have to change, and I think this will change with the time. Uh, the whole pandemic, although it's terrible, but it did teach us few lessons as well. You know, like how to become more uh, innovative. I so we had this team event like uh, a few weeks ago, and usually whenever we are with clients, we will you know go out to restaurants, eat together, and and we have events like wine tasting, etc. Right, and this year we couldn't do anything like that of course obvious reasons and so that's why our sales colleagues did this uh, wine tasting event a virtual one and they organized it it's so well so there's a company doing this and you can give them a contract you can say okay you organize everything for them so they will uh, create a list of people who are going to attend they will send them emails they will send them the stuff it can be food it can be wine it can be anything and then you will have a, a, a online meeting together and in our meeting there were like 60 people and then someone was singing and then they were tasting the wine together eating food so i mean they come up, came up with this it, I don't even want to call it innovative idea because I think the technology is already there. You just have to use it. But they started using it and they are doing it in a great manner, right? So they changed, they adapted. And I think a lot of the stores, like our whole sort of ecosystem, will have to adopt as well now. Yeah, and I think a lot of new traditions are also born, right? So stuff like this it's not only good for pandemic times, it's also good for including people who may take care of children at home who are just not able to attend. People who only work certain hours who may not be included in events which are taking place in person at your workplace somewhere because they are not there because they only work part-time. You know, I think it, it taught, us a, uh, taught us a whole lot. And also for this Christmas time where, you know, we talked about events that are bringing people together are happening, not only with, you know, family and friends, but also for companies and their employees, which we are too. Um, it showed me that honestly, not everything is terrible when it's online and certain things are actually a lot of fun and give you more options then you would have not online. And it, it may be, I mean, it's for, for some of uh, my personal you know, experiences, it brought me closer to people than it would have otherwise because those people are in remote locations. And yeah. usually I would never, you know, I would never do a video call with them. I would maybe call them once or twice a year, but that's it. And this time yeah. of year, you know, I would do video calls with family 
you know, every week basically, because we are all supposed to be separate. You know, my sister lives at her own place. I live at my own place. My mom obviously lives at her own place. You know, my grandma's at her own place. So, but we still want to see each other. So we do video calls, right? And, and it's just more inclusive because wherever you are in the world, you can participate and it's the same for everyone, right? Agreed. Agreed. So yeah, some good came out of this whole thing. As oh, well. definitely. <laughs> and but, but coming back to the Christmas shopping, because I definitely want to touch on this. It's such a big part of the holiday. So um, I live in Northern Hamburg and there's a big shopping center called the Alstertal Einkaufszentrum. It's, it used to be one of the biggest one in Northern Germany. I think it still is. Anyway, it's a yeah. big shopping center. And honestly, the weekends before Christmas are horror just pure <laughs> i i don't even i sometimes i did go in there because i was actually missing a gift and i needed to buy that yeah never again like it was just honestly there was nothing pleasant about this experience people yeah. were pushing themselves around there were big lines on checkout you sometimes you couldn't get the gift you wanted anymore honestly i would trade everything for that just being online like yeah. i don't care yeah i've i've had that experience as well so i'm very lazy when it comes to buying gifts and you know uh, so i leave it right up to the last moment and then you can't do it online anymore so you have to go to the store and uh, i was i remember i was looking for something for my nephew i think four or five years ago it was so damn full. I, I was here in hamburg and europa passage so that's one of the other big malls here also and managed yeah. to be easy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Worst experience I had. <laughs> so now I try to buy things online. Yeah. I mean, there's still a point to be made for in-store. You know, obviously the browsing experience is much better because you can see everything. Um, but I feel like there is a point to be made for people, you know, investing in like virtual, like basically like Google Street View, but for your shop. Right yeah. where you can see different items, you can zoom in on them. When you click on them, it will bring out the like there. The technology is there. It's nothing more of a do it kind of thing. And honestly, especially now in the Christmas time, where a lot of stores are like, oh, now it's you know the lockdown again. Obviously, it's it's bad. I know that it's taking a toll on people's financials and on people's like on their livelihood if they're running a small business. Sure. But honestly, there's not really an excuse to be made why you haven't set up your online business at this point. It is actually like there are templates online. You can do it in a couple of minutes. It is not that hard anymore. And I think it should just teach people that, you know, online is a way to go. Yeah. I guess it's not that hard anymore if you are, again, if you're a digital native, you know, if if you are an older person you know and you haven't really had any contact with computers and technology then it might be a bit difficult for you so but then there are people who could help you in those yeah, situations yeah yeah i don't know but yeah. it's i think this is like different this year but usually when we talked about traditions in germany christmas shopping is one of them and all the big shopping malls are you know they are decorating the hell out of everything right it's Oh yeah, and it's actually it looks super nice. So a lot of the Christmas decorations are some people go to the mall to see those Christmas decorations, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. But it's super nice, so I can completely, yeah. you know. Yeah. I, uh, by the way, talking about uh, decorations uh, in malls. So do you know this mall uh, near Hamburger Straße on Hamburger Straße? Actually, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, have, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And they have so many lights outside. It's so lovely. I love driving over there. It's been like I've... this actually for forever. Like as, yeah? as like yeah, like as long as I can remember being alive, like whenever we drove past this in the Christmas time, they have this it's basically a huge like light net. You know, it's like it... a big net they put over like it's not it's called the Hamburger Meile. It's not a mile long, it's less than that, but it's still a really long stretch of building and it looks great. I agree. <laughs> Okay, okay, cool. Any uh, last words about Christmas from your side, Alex? Not really. I mean, it's different all around the world, but this time is a time of festivity, I think, wherever you are, even if you're not celebrating Christmas actively. And have a happy holidays. Merry Christmas to those that are celebrating. And hopefully this will be one where we can get together without being physically together in a lot of ways 
Exactly. From my side as well, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, enjoy yourself, stay safe, stay at home as long as you can. As a small Christmas gift from our side, we would like to tell you about some ways how you can meet people at Christmas digitally without having to go anywhere and without having to risk your health or anyone else's health. So there are some uh, software solutions available like uh, Google Chats, Google yeah, Hangouts, called, Alex? I think it's Google Meet. So Google Meet. Yeah, it's, it's Google Meet I now. Always keep forgetting it. <laughs> it's fine. They changed their names like a bunch of times. And the easiest way to do this uh, for everyone of you who, you know, if you have an Android phone, it's mostly guaranteed you have a Gmail account, which is the Google account. And it's completely free. I think it goes up to 25 people in one call. So that is super nice. And what you do is the simplest way, you just go to your Google Calendar, uh, actually Google Google Calendar if you've never been to it. Go to your yeah. calendar, put a new meeting in, just invite everyone. They don't have to be a Google subscriber at all or have a Google account. Um, just put everyone in that calendar event, every email, and then you can just click on add meeting and it will have a meeting. Everyone can join with a link. They just have to click it. It's super simple. Um, that is what I actually use with my family uh, all the time. So um, if you want to do this, that's obviously one way. But then there's a bunch of other ways, right, Harbier? So uh, I think we talked about, you know, obviously Zoom is one of the other big ones that everybody knows about, and they have a free tier as well. Exactly. I mean, then there's Skype, then there's uh, Facebook Messenger as well. There's WhatsApp on which you can have video calls. A lot of other solutions are available. Yes, so definitely choose one of these if you want to be connected with friends and family. Uh, we'll definitely be using one of these because my brother's actually not in Germany right now. So we'll be uh, yeah, having an online meeting and putting him to our Christmas festivities like together. Usually he would fly in, but obviously it's not happening this year. Um, so that is, that is one thing. And hopefully we helped you a little bit. Uh, and if you have questions, do feel free to, to email us. We'll be happy to to help you out here because this is the least we can do uh, as a thank you for listening to us. <laughs> exactly. So again, happy holidays, everyone. Merry Christmas. Enjoy yourself. Stay safe, stay healthy, and see you next year. Cool. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the German Masala podcast. We'll be back in 2021. And at this point, a big thank you and heartfelt thank you from uh, myself. And I want to say probably also from you, Javier, right? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> for listening to us this entire year. It's been uh, interesting and I really enjoyed these conversations with you, Arbeer. Um, so if you do want to listen to us, we are available on all major platforms, including Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, which if you happen to own a Tesla is also in your Tesla. We also have a YouTube channel where you can actually see some video of us while we're talking. Also, we try to make it entertaining and a little bit higher quality than last time. Um, but when you find us, please do subscribe. Uh, it's free. It's a simple option to never miss an episode. And German Masala is a podcast under the Alex Universe brand, if I kind of call it at this point, um, which is currently this podcast hosted by Harbier and myself and a YouTube channel called Alex Universe, where I talk mostly about electric cars and electric bikes and you know, electromobility in general, but it's hosted in German. So if you're rather sticking to English content, Definitely stay tuned for our next episode in 2021. Thanks, everyone. Have a great holiday period. We'll see you next year.